Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. With us, ladies and gentlemen, I so look forward to our Thursday chat. Andrew Giuliani. Andrew, how are you today? James, always great to be with you. And I got to compliment you on your opening segment because your monologue really, really nailed it. You always nail it, but especially today in terms of really painting this House Speaker's race for what it is. It's the swamp. It's the uniparty versus the, uh, let's call them, I don't want to call it the Trump group there, but I think it's those representatives that have gone to Washington, D.C., that look at it really for what it should be and what it is, which is going there to serve their constituents and realizing that their job is not to amass power for them, but it's actually go in and represent the voices of their constituents. Now, they have been in the media, and thank you for that, Andrew. They've been saying to us, you know, this is embarrassing. This this taking down of Kevin McCarthy, this is just embarrassing, and we don't like it. And do they not think that this squabble they're having with 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 Jim Jordan is embarrassing? Do they not think that this reveal, and you, we've got four legislators from the New York area that are part of this 20, 20 moderates that are now standing up and flexing their muscles and saying our way or the highway. How are they any different than what they claim is are, are those members of the party who are embarrassing them by demanding change? Nowhere in their discussion, nowhere in this discussion, Andrew, are they talking about the fact that Kevin McCarthy lied to the Republican conference. He told them that he would restore the regular order in the House, and he would allow them to have committee vote out the appropriations bills, and we could have a regular order budget, not these continuing resolutions, not these last-minute deals where everybody gets to throw in pork as much as they want to because they're under the gun to make a deal before the government shuts down. He lied to them. And so what they're saying to us, these moderates, they're mad because when they got called out on the lie, when their speaker got called out on the lie, that he wasn't allowed to continue doing business as usual. And now they're mad because they don't want one of these damn conservatives in the speaker role, and they're all talking about, well, what legislative victories has Jim Jordan have? To 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 Mike, what legislative victories have Republicans had? Yeah, it, it's a great point, Bo. And I would look at it this way too, right? When you think about these CRs, because these continuing res- resolutions versus uh, what you talk about, which is regular order. Um, the CRs really allow for this pork process to to continue, and really this haze to be about over Washington, where people really don't know, if you will, it's more of the, hey, we have to vote for it before we can know what's in it, versus actually going through the process, going through the appropriations process, going through the committee process, 
where guess what? These members, or at least their staff, because I don't know if all these members learn about it, at least their staff can really learn about what's in these massive bills because it takes time. This is not something that really you want to fund the government over the course of a CR that's really done overnight, basically. And so that, when we are talking about actually looking at government, which is a problem, which is a massive problem, and how much money is, is controlled in Washington, D.C., this is a big part in terms of rolling it back, getting back to regular order. And, Bo, you would know this. Has it been 26, 27 years? Since we've actually had regular order, is that right? It's been it's been at least two. It and has a half been days. almost that long. We have been through over get this over one hundred continuing resolutions have been funding this government. Wow. Over yeah. one hundred of them, and this and so, and to, so yeah, combined no, you combine that with this, Andrew and Rush used to talk about this. I remember the first time Rush talked about this, it blew my mind. Because I never heard this. The way that Congress budgets in the first place is through this thing called baseline budgeting. So they establish a norm. This was last year's budget. And by law, that's the starting point of next year with written in increases. So that it is the law of the United States that every year, we are going to spend more money than we did the year before. And that is the way that Congress creates the budget in the first place. And they have never addressed that. You tell me one business that could operate like this. No matter what happens, no matter what the economic conditions are, we're going to spend more money next year and not look back. I'll tell you, there are a lot of businesses, but they're out of business after a little bit. That's what ends up happening if you end up operating like that. It's a complete disaster, and, and we all see that. And I, and I think, you know, you make a great point about these New York Republicans, these four specific New York Republicans that seem to be stomping their feet right now. Um, one of the reasons why they got elected is because you had New Yorkers in their districts that were frustrated with the way that Washington operates. Now, I know that's a big term, the way that Washington operates, but we could even just talk about it. We've, we've talked about the pork in there. We've talked about just how big Washington has got, how little transparency New Yorkers, Americans feel like they're actually getting from their government, from their representatives. Um, and I think these House members, these 20 House members, I think they're going to have some really, really rough constituents meetings when they come back. Um, I know that you ended up mentioning uh, Rep Bacon, I believe it was, and his wife. Yes. Look, nobody ever, ever wants to see somebody's family get reached out to like that. But look, in terms of politics, I had a death threat against me when I was 13 years old. This is just the stuff that ends up happening, you know? You end up realizing, like, hey, look, this is you get some crazy people in this thing, and people are gonna, you know, act out, and you just hope that nobody ends up getting so personal as they end up actually taking action right there. So you shouldn't have anything like that. But let's also realize that this is part of the game over here, and just you know, everybody relax a little bit in terms of this. Let's not try to make a big story and try to galvanize people because somebody was unhappy with your job performance. So I'll tell you the truth. I think I saw a poll. 14% of Americans are satisfied with Congress's job performance. And I got to tell you, I haven't many of those 14% of people because there aren't many people that I know that are satisfied with their performance. And that includes even the elected representatives that I know. A lot of them aren't happy and wouldn't be in that 14%. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you, you, you mentioned a great point. Let me tell you, I know congressmen, and I'm sure you do too, who get elected, they go to Washington, and it's like a Mr. Smith goes to Washington meets reality. 
because once they're there, they realize that they really don't have any power in the Congress because all the decisions are made from the speakership. And the speakers have amassed so much power and taken the power, your representative that you send there with the hopes of, oh, well, they can make amendments, they can introduce legislation. That le- No, the speaker controls what gets to the floor, what doesn't. The speaker can flo- c- controls the rules committee. The rules committee's sole job is, and I heard this from a good congressman friend of mine, the only, the only job of the rules committee is to make sure that what the speaker doesn't want on the floor doesn't get on the floor no matter what. And so these congressmen go there, and basically they're just expected to be uh, rubber stamps for whatever the speaker wants. And this is not, and that's why returning regular order means giving back your elected congressmen and women the power that many of you voters think they have in the first place. This is why it's so important that these things occur. This is not a small matter. And you have these groups of moderates that are standing up there saying, no, no, no. Let's not have the power put in the hands of elected officials. Let's have them all just give it to the Speaker of the House. This is wrong. You know, this is a little bit off topic, but I I do think it kind of gives people a better idea of the swamp in general. And this is the executive branch. But I can tell you, maybe I've said this before, because I've definitely said it to other people before. I think I've said it publicly as well. You know, in the four years that I was in the Trump administration, I would say the best, most productive month that the administration had was when the government was shut down for the entire month. I believe it was January. It was around January of 2019. It was his third year, January of 2019. And I'll tell you why it was one of the most productive months, even though they were fighting against the Democratic House at that point, is because you did not have the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., in these agencies that were fighting against this. I know that's not a perfect analogy for what Congress is going through right now, but it does give people an idea of really how the swamp fights against, in many ways, the people's interests and how it's built to do that, how, how it's built to build power and to continue to build power that doesn't necessarily answer to Americans. And so for me, to see members of Congress, and you could think whatever you want about Matt Gates. I have a relationship with the guy, so I actually like the guy. And I think he's actually going in there and trying to address a problem that has been standing for decades and decades and decades. And people don't want to hear it. And you might say, hey, look, it was bad timing with the attack in Israel, which certainly it may have been very bad timing in terms of how that ended up ended up playing out right there and how it appears in the media. But but I think he and I think some conservatives, they're looking to address a major institutional problem and not necessarily solve it, because I'd be naive to think that you could actually solve it in one Congress, but at least to take a step in the right direction in returning some of that transparency to the people, to their constituents versus, like you said, just kind of be this cloud of leadership rubber stamp here. And you're going to do it, or guess what? We're going to spend a whole lot of money on a primary candidate against you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Matt Gates was booed by the conference. He tried to speak up at a meeting, and they said, the report said, I have this story here uh, somewhere in my stacks of things, that nearly everyone in the room shouted at him, booed him, and told him to sit down and shut up. He is hated because he actually upset the apple cart in yeah. Washington, D.C. I sent you a story earlier that was written from Tip Insights that um, uh, the editorial board of TIPP, they do great polling work, by the way, one of the most accurate pollsters in America. Sorry to interrupt you. They were the ones that got the 2016 election right, if I remember, weren't they? That's exactly right. Yeah. They Exactly right. Most accurate pollsters in presidential cycles, the last five cycles. Anyway, they have an editorial board over at TIPS. It's called TIPS Insight. They have a story today. The battle for America's soul is playing out in Washington. Let me just go through and read for, for the listeners, and then I would like you to see whether you agree with this, Andrew. When Florida Congressman Matt Getz launched his successful bid to out uh, Kevin McCarthy, he had no idea he was opening up a Pandora's box. In the box, there are two partitions. One contains the uniparty types, the Democrats, the never-Trumpers, military-industrial complex, lobbyists, who have been brilliantly described by former President Trump as the swamp. The other includes, the other partition includes politicians to the right who believe in an America first agenda. And he says these are the two factions that are playing out right now in this battle over Jim Jordan. The Uniparty, Democrats, never Trumpers, military industrial complex, the lobbyists on one side, the America first people on the other. What, do you, what is your take on that? Yeah, I think that's, I, I think that's pretty accurate. And uh, look, going back to Gates, I think you can argue that, hey, look, the timing probably on this, uh, considering, you know, he didn't know that there was going to be an attack by Gaza, by uh, Hamas in Israel. Uh, and the timing probably from his standpoint could have been, uh, he, he couldn't have known this stuff, right? So sometimes the timing on this is tough. But I think that's absolutely right, and I think that speaks to exactly what we've been talking about here, which is you have a Congress that has just gotten completely out of control, and, and you could just go back to you know the idea that you have to raise your budget each year, and you realize just how broken this actually is. And I think you have a large majority of the Republican uh, conference that is hearing from their constituents saying, hey, we do not like what is going on in Washington. We came here, we, we elected you to represent us, uh, and you're making deals here with the other side. Which, look, part of that is, is what Congress does, right? You have to end up, you realize you're not going to get your way 100% of the time. But also, if you've been elected with the goal of limiting government, of making government smaller, uh, and you're just going to rubber stamp these continued uh, lack of transparency bills that continue to get passed, uh, then, of course, your constituents are going to be upset with you. So I think this I think that article was was very well nailed. Uh, and I certainly agree with uh, with the premise. Andrew Giuliani, thank you so much. Look forward to chatting with you next Thursday. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, 
TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 